kitties, it's your old pal Sarah here from Boys and Ghouls Film Review. That's right, kitties. Here with me now is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hello, kitties. <laughs> okay, just uh, kidding, guys. Oh, it was just past Halloween, so I thought we'd just keep the spirit going. Yeah, and I was just watching uh, Tales of the Crypt as per usual. Uh-huh. Uh, good, good, clean, wholesome fun. Here. Yes, and tonight we will be reviewing that ever so good classic that you guys all are familiar with, and you've probably heard me mention here, here now and then, Night of the Living Dead film franchise, or more or less, we're going to be doing a little bit of... Um, we're going to talk about the talk first about one, the first the one, original one. But we're going to mm, yes. dash between the several other ones to give you a yeah, little there, bit of a There were a notes. few uh, sequels and other things and spin-offs and crap. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, this was the granddaddy sequels. of them all. Yeah, yeah. standalone mm. stuff yeah. sort of thing that don't have any... Yeah. Don't have a really big connection between each other. Not necessarily, however. But they do have a bit of a connection. Like, the first one deals with the outbreak, and the second one is, like, in the middle. And the third one, it was the... Um, the whole world covered in zombies, and we and we don't know what else to do. Whatever, get a rocket and go somewhere else. Okay. Now, uh, okay, yeah, primarily is going to be a review of Night of the Living Dead, nine sixty eight, independent horror film. Uh, but we were going to take shots on the other movies, like Sarah mentioned. Now, this original movie was produced by Russell. Strainer, Strainer, mm. yeah, uh, and Carl Hardman. Now, Russell actually plays a role in this. I'll talk about it a bit later on. Uh, directed by George Romero, mm. George A. Romero. His little boy was called George Romero too. Uh, screenplay by George A. Romero and John Russo. Cinematographer George A. Romero. Edited by George, George A. Romero. Romero. Catering by no, no, uh, no okay. um, p- piano play. No, no, no. no. Um, now the budget. Now this is. Back in those days, $114,000, which is about eight hundred grand a day, right? Now, it made, back then, $30 million box office worldwide, making Ooh. one of the highest grossing films for its period, even though when it was released, a lot of critics didn't like it because it was too graphic no, for probably. its time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, interesting that, hey. Yeah, now, well, it's not um, meant to be a children's film. I uh, well, I wouldn't take the kiddies to see it now even a little bit. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's, um, um, yeah, that's a lot of money. That, 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 uh, when you look at return for dollar, mm. it was, I just can't, I look and say, I can't understand it. That's a, that's a bucket load of money. I'm not going to say for a crappy movie, but for a B movie, okay, a mm. B movie. A good B movie has really turned around. And I think it set the pace for future filmmakers, not just the George Romero franchise, you know, Living Dead sort of stuff, but other guys making similar movies. Yeah. Mm. So the other movies I'll touch on to after Night of the Living Dead is as followed. There's The Dawn of the Dead that was released in 1978, Day of the Dead that was done in 1985, Land of the Dead, 2005, Diary of the Dead, which is more of a found footage movie, but pretty good. It's okay. That was done in 2007. And Survival of the Dead, that was in 2009. Although the Diary of the Dead does a bit of a continuation in that one, obviously, with Survival of the Dead. There was another one, uh, 
living dead go for a whole load of barley and they're oh no 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 no, no. no. no, no on a road trip uh, no, although no. these days um well in the past, they kind of remade the first two of the Night of the Living yeah, Dead franchise. Yeah, did a remake. Well, with, uh, well, not two uh, actually, more all the three of them. Well, they, the first one was that was that was mate, that was a Tony Todd one, wasn't it? Yeah, they did with Tony Todd, the uh, who the played role, yeah. Ben, mm. obviously. Yeah. And then, and they did an animated version, didn't they? Yeah, they did in 2021, just yeah. this year. Yeah. I just viewed it myself, and it's used as the same dialogue from the Night movie. of the Animated Dead. It's called, isn't it? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's all mm. in color. No surprise, well, one would like to think, as you yeah. one would think. And See the blood better that way. And it was a bit more bloodier, which is not, yeah. again, not suitable for children. Anyway. Anyway, the as f- and so they did do a few remakes here and there. I d- as I I point out, I don't know how George A. Romero felt about the remakes. To be honest, he probably well, didn't like them. He probably he probably didn't care. Mm, he probably he did his bit. Mm. Someone else got licensed or whatever the approval to make the movie. Yeah. Mm, true. Yeah, whatever. I guess he. I think most of the time, I think he gets. He might have made some money out of it. Mm, true. <laughs> I think he does get annoyed that that they keep making the zombies go f- a bit more faster instead of sloppier, slower. Well, but who said they're supposed to be sloppy and sh- shambling around and stuff? Oh, I can't walk very good. I'm a zombie. No. Yeah. Rigamortis may have. Rig- Rigamortis, yeah. Well, I mentioned that like the other night. I mean, the, the point. The point is, people think, oh, someone's died, they're in a coffin, all the joints stiffen up. It's like me getting out of bed in the morning. I've got osteoarthritis. I'm just like a zombie. Mm. And um, and they're all stiff and, and, and they can't move very good because all the joints are dried up. But there's nothing to say that a new dead mm. has dried out yet. So why can't they run? Yeah, ah. Good point. But yeah. I've got to admit, though, most of the time... You don't really put any scientific facts to this, but nah. the newer zombie movies, when even if it's a person who's been long dead, like say say year, few years, Two. they still seem to be running really fast. Well, that's okay. And they're like long dead, like as in they've they decayed. They've they're been lost. having glucosamine every day. Yeah, they've but, they've mm. lost every limb in their body that should be rigid and damaged. My legs fall off. Don't worry. Hop to it. Ha ha ha. Whatever. It's not important. But now, I'll go it's through weird. some of the actors for the first movie. Is sure. that okay? Now, sure. Dwayne Jones plays Ben. Now, there's a bit of controversy yeah. when the film first came out because. Mm. The lead actor in this movie was an Afro-American, uh-huh. and a lot of people thought it was a bit strange having the lead actor in an American movie being Afro-American. Yeah, to be a white interesting guy. thing, you know, guys. And, yeah. we, I found this yeah. interesting documentary about um, the um, about you know how the African Americans started develop becoming more and more f- prevalent prevalent in in in, yeah. in, in horror in yeah. general. So I hope to check that out soon. And well, when you look at other movies of the period, you had um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. That was mm. back in the sixties, I think. What's mm. um, yeah. the one? What's uh, the one there? Mm. Oh, another movie. Just can't yeah. remember. City Porty Hours. In. I mean, they had, had Afro-American actors were starting to come into movies mm. in. Um, a bigger way. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean mm-hmm. that. Uh, anyway, moving on. So I mean that I think when George was casting, I think you may I may mention say once or twice in the past about George A. Romero, he wasn't when he casted um, Ben for the role. He, he took the best actor. He took the best actor. It has nothing to do with ethnic group. Yeah, exactly. Right. So now, can I just go on with it? Actually, Dwayne was concerned though that. 
his portrayal of Ben in this movie, considering it got, uh, became so popular that he would be um, recognised as Ben from The Night of the Living Dead yeah. and not as Dwayne Jones, the actor who's going to go do some more serious acting in other movies. Yeah. He did do some other movies, but his, he was concerned that he might have been, yeah. oh, Lord, they're going to think on the guy a living dead movie. All yeah, time. another yeah. thing mm. about this is mm. in the last two other movies, I should mention Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead. They both had casted as a pro, one of their protagonists as an, an African American Afro, Afro-American, Afro-American yeah, yeah, actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though he probably didn't. Well, it probably was in. He wanted to make sure that the film had an ethnic ethnic well, groups in production so it doesn't have to be just all white all the time yeah, or well, Caucasian but the point, yeah, some countries do still do that if you did a Chinese movie it's going to be all for Chinese true end of story you're not going to have oh yeah. well, well would a token white guy in there or yeah. an Indian or something look at the no, movie yeah. Crazies the lead scientist in that movie did he make did Romero make the Crazies yeah he yeah, did the, yeah that's right yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's mm. the lead character who was a scientist was an Afro-American too yeah yeah anyway you're moving right moving along right I don't want to spend too much time on this movie we've got Sorry. the other ones to talk about now Judith O'Day she plays Barbara uh, she's a young girl who uh, goes to visit her uh, father's grave her father's grave and yada 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 Sarah tell a story in a minute uh, and most of the time she's in state of shock, to, but in the end of the movie, she starts to get a bit more out of it and starts helping to fight for her life. And but well, she, I won't say what happens because Sarah's going to tell you about yeah, that. She's but, useless. Well, useless during most of the movie, but that was the way it was written. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will go. I'll just jump to the end here. Russell Strainer, who was a producer, played her brother Johnny, who gets killed off at the beginning but becomes a zombie. Eee. So we see him later in the movie walking around going, oh, we're going to eat your brains. He was one of the producers, was he? Yeah, so yeah. Um, producers and, and the actually the cast helped the crew hmm. loading cameras and moving stuff around and whatever yeah, and building up things and carpentry yeah. work or whatever set yeah. the stage. Yeah. I read somewhere yeah, that... Everyone jumped in and did it. I read yeah. the, the, um, about the fact that cast and crew all helped yeah. kind of hand in and making the production. Sh- can I say word shit? There was a shitload of uh, ab-limbing through this. They had a, a script, but they, they deviated a bit here and there, yeah. and they just ran with it, and it worked. It could have mm. explained why um, some of Ben's dialogue is saying, you know, he, he saying some interesting bits of dialogue where he where he tells the other guy who's in the basement telling him, you're downstairs, I'm upstairs, so I'm in charge up here, you're in charge of downstairs. Well, that, that might be, I don't know. And actually... Um, I want to, I'll go on to production stuff later, but um, do you want to take over telling the story? We'll, yeah, sure. We have a long way to go, and this is time to get there. Okay, so I'll begin. So Barbara and her brother Johnny are going to the graveyard. They are laying down a reef for their de- dear departed dad. Indeed. Yeah, because um, their dad's been buried a long way from home for some stupid reason. Yeah. And mum is too weak. frail and weak to go there and visit the grave, yeah. so they're going to... Yeah, and for our thing, um, Johnny's yeah. acting like a noxious prick. No offence to the producer. And he's saying, they're it. coming that, to get you, Barbara. That, that was a script. I know, that was funny. <laughs> and Teasing her. Oh, you're scared of things, Barbara. And then we see a man shambling, I guess that's the word. Yeah, shambling. Yeah, with that, that shuffling walk that the zombies do in the old hate, you know, those old voodoo movies. And she can't, yeah. he comes a con in contact with Barbara and he starts ripping at her and then Johnny steps in and he gets knocked out for the count. He gets zombified. I wonder if mm. it was intended for the 
um, the producer guy to be killed off that fast. Yes, he was Johnny. He was written in there to die. Hmm. He was a producer. He wasn't the actor. He was to say, "We need someone there. You can do that bit." Anyway, <laughs> Barbara um, gets into a car. She drives a bit, crashes, and she's still chased by this like this very zombie throughout the scene. She soon arrives in a barn, the abandoned barn, and farmhouse, farmhouse <laughs> and she eventually meets Ben there, and he, Ben secures the place up like tightly as well, much as best he could. Yeah. yeah, just so you guys know, throughout these movies, there whenever they often do a special scene where the people find a sanctuary, like whether it's a house or a mall or even a mine or a land that's in order to secure against zombies, there's always going to be a break-in at some point in the pr- in the production. Because zombies are smarter than the guys they're attacking. And um, all the time, yeah. mm-hmm. as I think Ben mentions in this movie, that this barn is not their sanctuary, it's a trap. Meaning they're trapped inside there yeah. and these yeah. creatures are coming in the trying to get The creatures are free. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Soon enough, um, Ben and Barb... Barbara, they meet the um, other members of the cast who are living in the um, basement. Well, hiding in the hiding basement. In the basement. Mm. And they think that's the safest place. I can't one, get us down here. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course, one of, them says, one of them says there's no windows and there's no other door to the basement. So even if they, the zombies do come rat tat tatting at the front door... They smash the door, the door down, there's no way out. There's no way out. Ah. So they decide to come up there one... Well, some of them at a time. One of them was a little girl who is very badly injured. Actually, I'll just stop you for a minute. Yes. That guy and the lady yeah. and the little girl, hmm. uh, I believe a husband and wife and little girl in real life. Really? Wow. Yep. That is interesting. <laughs> so, well, they've got whoever they can get. Yeah, the husband <laughs> is a total asshole. Well, he is. He plays, that's his role. He's a very nice man, probably. Yeah, yeah probably in However, reality. In this season, I saw. Yeah, and he's all about yeah. trying to um, get more control and t- and kind of overstepping Ben a little bit here in this in this production. Ben yeah. is more the um, hero in this, or tries to be the hero. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Yeah, he then suggests that they go to the, this petrol pump that's outside of the house to get the petrol and probably get the heck out of there. <laughs> I'll change that. I think Mister. Yeah. Harry, yeah, the, 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 uh, Harry Cooper. It's his little girl. I, I don't think he was married to the lady. Oh, I see. Yeah, but see. it was his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Carry on. Okay, so <laughs> they suggest. The so Ben and a few of the um, characters, they head in outside. They try to get the pump to work, but unfortunately, there's there's some that it's not working really well. Yeah, something went wrong, and then they end up uh, setting fire to the truck, and <sighs> zombies got Tom and uh, Judy in it. Yeah, yeah Tom poor, and Judy. The poor couple. And Ben heads back inside with a little um, hardship with Harry. While the zombies are having a barbecue. Yeah. Tom, oh, I've been at Tom's ear. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, downstairs, um, we find out that, um, that Harry's daughter is now turned into a zombie. Yeah, she got bitten earlier on, I think, by a zombie or something. Rather, It was, it was yeah. sick. It's just getting worse and worse. And obviously, yeah. she is now passed. Yeah, oh, yeah, and she um, gobbles up her mum a bit, and then she eventually, well, she doesn't gobble up. She actually uses one of those um, a trowel and stabs yeah, yeah, it's her a mortar, death. Yeah, 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 you're a little trowel that you, know, you, you, you lay mortar with, yeah. Yeah, and then she... I'm going to call my mummy. 
Yeah, and then she texts her daddy, and then while the um, others are trying their absolute hardest to keep the door from breaking apart, because now the um, zombies have um, got gotten more and more more zombies, they're going to try to break in into the house. So there's no other way. But they had, but Ben realizes that the only way that he can stay safe is go down to the, to cellar. the cellar. Well, the only, way, only place to go. Yeah. There's no nowhere else left. And, yeah. and and he had to yeah, yeah. on, the, on yeah. the news mm. they mentioned Parsis going around shooting these dead guys and uh, in order to yeah, try to save cl- cleanse the area has it yeah. and later the next morning they they've been in the area the shooting the dead people and Ben tr- goes up to the to the first floor and he looks out the window and then one of the guys taking his gun oh, there's shoots a zombie and goes bang. Yeah, shoots uh, Ben right in the forehead. What a great shot! And of yeah, course, the yeah. um, sheriff says, "Okay, one more for the for the um, bonfire. bonfire." And we watch in sort of um, in sort of um, news fa- flash photographs. Yeah, well, yeah, they were taking photographs, a bit of news fi- film, so they transfer that that sort of style yeah. of filming, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, mm. and we watch um, Ben being placed on the bonfire, and. Being um, burnt with a number of others, real zombies. The end. Okay. There you go. Now I'm going to go re- quickly through some production stuff, then you can talk about your yeah. other movies. Here, production. There you go. Finished. Now, uh, no, uh, it was done pretty much uh, the first jump into making a movie. Uh, Romero and uh, what's his name? Russo was it? Hmm. Uh, yeah, Russo. We're make, making commercials and different things. They thought, oh, we wanted to have a break in into getting uh, into the real movie world. And this is their first, uh, well, at least Romero's film debut was doing a feature movie. Mm. So there you go. Um, Brilliant. And they decided to do a horror. And it was, it was originally intended to be a comedy horror. But I think it took on its own life and became a horror horror. I think that's the interesting mm-hmm. thing about movies like that. Yeah. I mean, you think you start off hoping to make a horror comedy and then you feel like the horror outweighs the comedy if there and, was any comedy well, yeah, at all. I'm just still, it was still a bit tongue-in-cheek in some parts of it. Mm-hmm. It became more horrific and slasher types like the, the, the current movies have I become. I think that yeah, when yeah. Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead came out, there was a bit of humour a little bit of humour in it. I'm not saying yeah. it's still it's still horror at heart. Yeah, but yeah, a little bit of humour thrown into light in some areas, but yeah, basically. Anyway, um, going through multiple different drafts and the writing, uh, Romero's final script primarily drew on the, the novel uh, I Am Legend by uh, Richard Matheson. Yeah. Uh, so he used that. Hmm. And uh, like I said, it, it, it went through many, many... Uh, uh, morphings and whatever, and they finally came out with the Night of the Living Dead, and I think it was Night of the Flesh Eaters or something or other. But they changed. The I'm name. kind of glad they called it Night of the Living Dead. No, that no, sounds well, a bit better. Yeah, but I, I think there's a, a similar name movie. Yeah, the interesting yeah, thing yeah. From throughout this mm. movie is they never use the term zombie ever. No, ever. No, no. Trust me. I mean, uh, I they called them in this one ghouls or something like that. And yeah, you refer them as ghouls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. another one mm. walk. Another one they called them rotters, and I don't know well, what. Well, do they do rot and, and smell and, and stuff yeah. like that? And there's some other ones I, ca- I can't recall, but that's what they keep doing throughout the mo- these movies. They don't mention the word zombies, even though they are zombies. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't want to dwell too much on this because you want to get into all the other stuff. Mm. Um, other official film adaptations were The Last Man on Earth. Mm. Uh, the early one with the uh, my hero Vincent Price in it. Uh, there was uh, the Amiga Man with um, Charlton Heston, Heston in it. I Am Legend um, with, with Mill Smith. So the same sort of thing. Yeah, groovy. Mm. So, good book to draw from. I haven't read the book. Um, yeah, well, I've read the book. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty groovy. Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, nothing. The scenes were filmed near Revan City, Pennsylvania. Mm, that makes sense. Uh, Isn't Pennsylvania where he lives? I mean, George I, A. Romero, I think was. I think so. Yeah. yeah, he did, didn't we? Because that the, we did the the creep show thing, yeah. wasn't that? And uh, yeah, didn't he use his house yeah. for the party? That was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it mentions mm. that um, that that well, that does explain a lot. I mean, when you look at Night of the Dead, it was like a student film when you think about this production. When you think about this one, it. yeah, well, it's like a student's film, but it was it was rough and ready mm. because of limited budget. They, they said we couldn't. They they knew they couldn't do a big major production job like the studios. So okay. said they, they took all the acting guys and the crew to a place, and they brought the horror. They brought the horror around mm. the area. I guess they could yeah, call it yeah. a more of an independent one when yeah. you think about it. They, so they, instead of going to a, into a sound studio and building stuff up, what they did is they found an old house which they had access to. They're going to bulldoze it, uh, derelict house. They used that house. Uh, when they're at the cemetery, they're allowed to film there, and the I think it was a chapel there or something. Um, that wasn't that was being decommissioned. Was going to be uh, destroyed anyway, so they're allowed to film around there because it wasn't really part of the cemetery's uh, stuff anymore. But yeah. actually, I think Russo, Mr. Russo, uh, got some fundraising for him to help rebuild the chapel. That's nice. Yeah, nice. Anyway, um, should I mention the other zombie movies? And just about no, I'm just about finished. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You mentioned. Um, uh, a Romero doing other things, a Season of the Witch, The Crazies, Martin, Creep Show, The Dark Half. He did a lot of good groovy things apart from just the uh, yeah the um mm. the Not Living Dead stuff. Yeah, uh, he was a very brilliant uh, man. Um, I will leave it with you. Uh, yeah, because we got a long way to go. It's, it's stuff like a scoop, a skip. But yeah. main thing is. The critics didn't like the premiere. Of course, they didn't have the ratings in place. The, 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 yeah, the rating commission, whatever it's called. This was before the ratings. That started about a month or so after the movie was released. So they had seven you know, little kiddies going to it because they're used to watching the the tamer horror movies. Ah. And this came along there and scared the crap out of them. <laughs> um, but on the whole, over the years, it has got so much acclaim for being... Uh, one of the best movies of a genre. Uh, it's all it's hit so many top one hundred lists and other things there. And you know, for, I bet yeah, kids were yeah. screaming when they watched this yeah. movie. So it did very very well for what it was. Yeah. Mm. It's for, for a limited budget. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, um, do you want to start talking about the other things? Yeah. Another thing I should mention: yeah, right Tom Savini. So, he yeah. helped um, with the makeup side and was a bit of an actor in say yeah, one or two yeah, yeah, yeah. of um, George A. Romero's work and. Let me see. Um, he actually um, said in an interview w- once, I asked him um, about, you know, filmmaking, and he said that when he was doing work on The Night of the Living Dead, he suggested them um, doing a point-of-view shot with the, the zombies 
and all that stuff. Oh, from the from the zombies' eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I guess George A. Romero had a different idea of how he wanted the story to roll. Oh yeah, it depends. I mean, you c- see, the thing is, uh, you can't do too much POV shots. You can do some. Yes. But if you have through the zombies' eyes and people <laughs> looking straight at the camera all the time, it gets a bit off-putting. Hmm. I think I probably mentioned this yeah, in the past, yeah, yeah. guys. Uh, so POVs can work for a bit here and there, but I wouldn't I wouldn't dwell on it too much because sometimes it'll work and enhance the movie, and sometimes mm. it'll detract yeah. from it. Yeah. Tom Savini has mm. been is probably oh, a very br- big influence. Oh, brilliant you know? man, brilliant man. Yeah, mm. he does very good work. Yes, he does. Yeah, and I like the fact he he doesn't just um do the makeup. He also he makes, does some stunts as he well. Does a bit of stunts. He yeah, did. Yeah, yeah in the day. Dawn of the Dead, he actually did a falling stunt. Yeah, over a balcony onto... Uh, a set of cushions. A set of cushions and mattresses and boxes. Oh, yeah. Of course, he probably hurt his back in, say, three or two or four takes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, well, it, it, it don't, it's, if you don't have a lot of money to get stunt people and different things, you've got to do it yourself. And, well, that's just the way it goes. Okay, so I'll start yeah. the next movie. yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Hello, Dawn. Um, that sort of is in the middle, you know, when I think about this next part because it deals with the zombies are running around. Everyone is trying their absolute hardest mm. to um, hunt them down and kill them. But somehow the, zo- the zombie war is kind of these zombies are winning. Yeah, of course. The, the, yeah. the zombies got to win sometimes. Mm, yeah, can't so, just kill them all off all the time. Yeah, and so a group of survivors, they take a helicopter and they... Um, they head towards an abandoned shopping mall, and they there they wait out um, some of the, the you know their time at the at, at the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Did they do something? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is what I meant when I said that the cage becomes um, now it becomes more of a um, a gilded cage, isn't that right? I think that's what's um, the lead. What are you trying to allude to here? I just mean that it's one of those golden cages. That's a very nice place. It's, it's a yeah. nice place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good I cage. think yeah. that it was what um, one of the lead protagonists, um, who's a lady in this one, um, said that this ca- this cage is very pretty and all that, but you're going to be. You got all the pretty tr- shops and everything. It, However, it's a good place to die. Okay, right, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. And soon enough. It gets raided by a group of, um, you know, of, you know, people, well, you know, rather hostile people. They start breaking into the place, stealing things, and then by the time, soon enough, more of those zombies start coming in, and of course these misfits um, start pelting with pies, knocking them over, kicking yeah, their butts. the cream pies or custard pies. That was the humour in, in it, I guess. The, going, mm. I think that's the humour that... George missed out on doing in the Night of the Living yeah, Dead. It was quite funny, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, but it wasn't it done as a comedy, you know. But it was a lot. That was a lighter part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. our two remaining heroes, they end up heading back to the helicopter, and they only have this much fuel. That not too much. A little bit. See, just hold a hand up, going a little bit. Yeah. Little yeah bit. So they yeah. float <laughs> off to an un- to an unknown future. We never know what happens to them. They fell out of the sky, <laughs> like in Dante's Peak. Moving on to the next story, um, Day of the Dead, which deals with uh, the whole world is covered in zombies. There's no survivors of any kind, and the only ones made the movie then. Yeah, true. Ah. The one, the remaining ones live in a military type base underground. Oh, that one, yeah, 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 yeah. In a mine, and they try to successfully try to find a cure. 
Uh, is that the one where they got the Doctor Who's training up that zombie to to, to mm. hum- humanise him? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, in this movie and another movie, I think I recall. Um, George A. Romero got the idea to make the mad scientist and referred to he as was mad, mad scientist. He was mad. He was a bit yeah. strange. Yeah. And in this one, people were losing their minds, meaning that the whole world is crumbling around them and they're developing, become slowly developing crazy in their own ways. Uh, and not crazy, but that some people want to create a different world. While two of our heroes in that one wanted to take off in the plane and find an island and hopefully weed out this whole zombie outbreak thing. Yeah. And, there go. and of course the other people want to <coughs> evacuate and forget about the scientific myth mosh and begin again. But the big problem is one of the scientists said, the mad scientist guy says, where would you go? You'd still be hunted by these zombies. You technically, um, you'd be outmanned, outmatched, and all that No way, no how. Bugger. But eventually, the army guys, they ganged against the scientists and the remaining good guys and told them that they're going to kill them and and head off on the helicopter. Whee! <laughs> but luckily, our heroes were able to outmatch them and the zombies soon coming into their military compound, whatever, mm. and killed them. And it was very gross because according to um, George A. Romero, he says that they had this meat in the fridge and their fridge was broken and throughout the zombie scene the, the meat was kind of very foul. It would be gas off after a few days at room temperature, yeah, and the yeah. flight. They're using got, like, real meat, not green. not plastic or actually, stuff like that. They, yeah, they did that in the first movie too. Yeah, they, they actually did. one of the one of the people one of the people on the set was a butcher. Yeah. And he bought some stuff from the butcher shop to spread around the place. Well it does explain a lot. Yeah. yeah <laughs> real I... guts out of a cow throwing around the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, our remaining heroes, they took the helicopter and probably head off to paradise, which I think they may have headed off to paradise. At the end, it was like a t- twist ending where they head to the helicopter and our lead hero, who's named Sarah, nearly g- gets grabbed by one of the zombies. But How then rude. we flash to a dream she's having. She's just lying on the beach and her friends are just fishing and enjoying the sun. And she's just writing her... Uh, you know, crossing off a day on a made-up calendar. Well, so she got away. Yeah, yeah probably, supposedly. Yeah. Apparently. Mm. Maybe, we think. Anyway, the next uh, two ones, uh, we just... We watched um, The Land of the Dead and Survival of the Dead to catch up on what what's known... We know about George A. Romero's previous work. Hey, George A. Yeah, the fit next one is deals with a bigger um, cage. In this case, it's um, a, a very wealthy man who's taken over a part of an area... I don't know where because, to be honest, there's Oh, no that one on Set City, the, the, the big skyscraper. Yeah. Oh, that's one of um, yeah. Dennis uh, Sovereign. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In this one, he's a wealthy um, dictator, if you will. Yeah, a rich guy who thinks his shit don't stink, as it? Yeah, and yeah. he gets these men to go out of their way, to go outside the barrier to get... You know, food, you know, other stuff. Yeah, scavenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get all the non-perishables and alcohol yeah. and anything else they can find yeah. they can use inside the barricade. Yeah, Riley, yeah. who's a good mm. guy in this, he doesn't like the life 
living there. He mm. wants to go off and leave, just like all the other characters before him, wanting to leave and find a better paradise. Yeah, away mm. from the rich guys, away from the zombies. Away yeah. from this this cage he's in. Because yeah. as I said before, throughout these movies, they deal with cages where you think the people are on your side, but in reality, they're not as bad. They're as bad as the zombies. Exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not not being um, politically or and stopping like on the zombies and nice guys. Yeah, in this one, somehow one of the zombies um, revolves um, his brethren, and they attack the city. Aha! Uh-huh. And he becomes a little bit self-aware, isn't that right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. The, oh, yeah, the the, uh, the mechanic guy of the yeah, garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an um, um, Afro-American <sighs> um, zombie in this one, and he want he fights he, back. Yeah, he becomes a leader of the zombies. Yeah, he tries. Uh, it's a role, bit of a role reversal. Who are actually the bad guys, and who are really the good guys? Yeah. You think, well, the zombies are being picked on by the living guys, mm. as well as the other way around. Yeah, in so, this yeah. one, it feels like. Mm. That that zombie felt like he was in the right because he notices his brethren being hanged cool. up yeah. and and used as target practice. Yeah, that's what stuff. And there was even there was even a scene where we saw it in a in a private nightclub, whatever, where they had these zombies um, placed in displays and they were shot by pellet guns or oh, no real guns or <laughs> in think. arenas like oh, boxing they, matches. They had paint, yeah, paint, paintball guns and they had real guns and they had a couple of girls. Was it good? Now two guys, two zombies fighting each other in an arena and they threw a girl in there. Yeah. Yeah, a, a living girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, and she had to fight her way out. You could out. see mm. that this, yeah. this world in this land is not the... Life w- was cheap but so was death. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, eventually our heroes fought the bad guys and they win and they, they decide to go off to Canada. And our good guy, the living guy, sees the, yeah, the zombie leader yeah. leading his people away and he says he decides not to shoot him because he's doing exactly the same thing that he Surviving. is. Trying to survive. Anyway. Uh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, the next interesting one turn. is hmm. Diary of the Dead. Which and was that one? That was the found footage one. And that one's a um, bunch of students, film students. I like to think this is where George A. Romero got his influences from from his time at film school, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. And he and and a bunch some film students they are they are doing a film and a scary movie or something. <laughs> and they hear of an outbreak and they try to make try to head home as quickly as possible to their relatives, even though they're cut off contact with them mm. at, at some points throughout the movie. They meet some other refu- some refugees who are also have put have organized an army of sorts and mm. have collected bits and pieces to to make sure that they survive all right and that's right they're, 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 they're collecting food and stuff and yeah, yeah, and yeah. gasoline whatever Gaso- yeah whatever yeah. they can whatever they can scrounge because obviously mm-hmm. got to survive yeah 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 they will they and one of our characters says they won't leave until they're given weapons and some gasoline and maybe some you know some supplies just in case they get hungry yeah yeah and they're all cool for it and they think yeah, sure, we'll give you the supplies after a little bit of negotiation. 
See, uh, see, people are nice. Yeah, they also meet um, some other army guys who were not so nice ones. No, the the renegade type. Yeah. yeah, the ones who just take what they want, don't give a rat that, about you. Yeah, they don't, don't care about anybody else except themselves. That yeah. often shows up in yeah. movies and stories. Yeah, and it's TV narrated by and, one yeah. of our heroes who continues to say they don't know who's worse at the humans or the zombies. Yeah. This is probably the message that George is trying to yeah. convey throughout the movies. Zombies are nice guys. They're just not their fault. They're dead. Yeah, and yeah. humans can turn on one another. That's the big message. Well, yeah. But the one in the previous movie, the one of the people in the bunker, that guy who was in charge, he was turning on everybody because they disagree with him. Yeah. See, yeah. that's probably yeah. the message in this movie where each person um, has a set of different opinions and they fight against the other person with their own different yeah. opinions. Exactly. Instead of sticking together, they're being torn apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, before the zombies get them, they're already torn apart. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I guess it's a message that George yeah, is trying to go good for. Good old George, yay. Yeah, anyway, in, so eventually um, the, the um, remaining people, they head inside a, their um, escape room that's sort of one of those CCTV ones, and it, they lock the door. And that's like what like what I said before about being locked in a sanctuary again. Yeah, it becomes a prison. You can't get out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, anyway, the final scene in that movie was where a bunch of um, locals were shooting dead people that were tied to trees. And this is what I meant by they're shooting, just shooting like they were targets. Like yeah, isn't it? That's not very nice. And yes. it's not nice. And... And the lady says, are we worth saving? You tell me. Mm. Big question. Exactly. Anyway, the final one is survival of the dead, which is sort of linked to the Diary of the Dead because you see a glimmer of one of the evil um, army soldiers who robs these poor students of their belongings. Mm. Anyway. Carry on. And these guys go to an island inhabited with... Um, a mixture of people who want to kill the zombies and of another one who wants to maintain these zombies. I'll give you a quick overview here. It's a little island. I don't, I don't can't remember what it's called. They call it Plum Isle or something rather. Mm. And it's mainly been settled by two families. Uh, I can't remember the names at the moment. Mm. And it's a bit of a feud between them anyway. And the zombie bit comes along. One family wants to purge the island of any dead people running around, which mm-hmm. is a good idea. And the other guy says, no, we want to keep our folk with as long as we can and we've got to try and find a way to keep them and retrain them so they don't eat us. Yeah. And that's where the bit of a yeah. problem started, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. the uh, group of soldiers and the, a boy they found with can't, goes with them. They take a, a boat of sorts. A ferry. A ferry yeah. boat. And they head to the island along with one of the va- vanished or... Is it yeah, banished. Yeah, but the banished yeah. leader of one leader. of the families because yeah. he, he, he was given a chance to get off the island or be executed by the other family. You know, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So he was the guy who wanted to kill the guys. Yeah. So they yeah. head over there and he tells them the full story about how this these guys, one half mm. wants to, you know, to get rid of the zombies. The other one doesn't want to get rid of the zombies. And it doesn't seem like a very good combination well, it's not very good for the zombies because the yeah, zombies are barely. chained up they're redoing the, the things that they used yeah, they, to yeah, do over and over like a recording device yeah poor zombies and it's not really good for them and it's not good for the um, community no poor guys they're chained up like dogs technically is that like the best Fido 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, they we then meet the other guy, those nasty guys, and they they think that they're in the right, and they think by feeding them a different set of meat will make them. Or trying to make the meat another meat or another flesh, or flesh. whatever, apart from human beings. They're trying yeah, to make a meat like a horse. They try to get them to eat pigs or horse or, or something horse or other. Horse yeah. or whatever. I oh, what bacon? But no, most of the time, they, didn't, they don't even look at them. They just they continue looking over the horizon, wishing yeah. for a bunch of... A thousand-meter stare they get in their eyes. Yeah, yeah that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it feels horrible just Poor how people. they're treated. <laughs> oh, poor didums. Yeah. Eventually, one of the members of the army guys they, gets infected. He kind of got... He didn't get bitten or anything. He just I, I accidentally... Got one of the fingers from bit one of the fingers off a zombie, and yeah, it's when on the, being attacked. It's yeah, on yeah. the blood dripped down to his yeah, throat. Yeah, so it was a, a very slow acting virus, but it was still getting in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And he soon asked one of the lady army soldier guy, girl, to shoot him before he turned. Isn't that lovely. And she gets abducted by these these um, weird. Oh, one of those families. Yeah. 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 And it takes um, our last remaining soldier guy and the guy who who uh, lives on the island and the little bo- the boy. His name's just a boy. His boy in the credits. Don't ask they me. They didn't have a name, did he? No, he didn't. They never say gave him a name. Hey, you come here. Yeah, that was it. I don't think. He'd, yeah, I don't think he had a name. Interesting. Yeah, they hmm. never asked. Oh well. What is your name, son? My name is. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, anyway. hello, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, eventually we get a bit of a gunfight between the two families and stuff. A few yep. men get... Bill the old Ned Kelly bit. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, of course, both men each got shot in a, in a weird way. And guess what? They both still live, but at the same time they well, revived as zombies. They came back as zombies and, 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 and they continued the feud as zombies. Isn't that cute? Yeah, and the army soldier ponders whether or not a zombie could ever eat something other than human flesh. McDonald's? And Hungry Jacks? Pizza Hut? Don't make me hungry, Mike. Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah, so that's all the uh, George A. Romero were on zombies of movies I've found so far. I think There's that's probably about... Another, uh, well, there might be some ones that have been... People have made... Um, spin-offs. Yeah, they're yeah, like the Return of yeah. the Living Dead ones, which I thought were yeah. George, but actually no, it was not. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. And the same with um some other the remakes of like the the Tony Todd one, which is not really George. Well, it's like one. Creep Show of Stephen King. The first two Creep Shows were Stephen King's. <laughs> the third movie wasn't any Stephen King stories at all. Mm. They just used the same name, put some made another anthology. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the same I could say for the uh, new version of Dawn of the Dead, which did this same more story, well, mm. not similar more story, just a little so- bit, but added a little bit of new characters and a little bit of more of a back- an interesting backstory. Yeah, there you go then. Yeah, and yeah. they made two Days of the Dead. I don't... Uh, what I day like, was that? What? What day was that? Don't know. 
Tableau? Bang. <laughs> but I do like the second one. They, I think the second one they made where it deals with a woman who confronts um, a, a, a horrible patient of hers who tries to sexually assault oh, her. Oh, that guy. Yeah, 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 he was a weirdo, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, his name carved in his arm and everything. Her, yeah, her, yeah, name, yeah, yeah. her name, you mean? Yeah, yes, mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 Judy or whatever, Ran or whatever. Um, Zoe. Zoe, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah that's um, not a bad version. And yeah. um, if um, I don't know if George really would appreciate the remix. I don't oh, know. Look, I don't know. Look, I, I, I think George. Even George movies changed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because I read somewhere yeah, yeah. Um, George A. Romero didn't appreciate. Um, the um the what was the the that zombie wars movie World War Z yeah World War Z movie yeah. he didn't really like it I don't know why well maybe maybe, maybe didn't want what that style of movie for zombies I don't know yeah. Yeah. I liked it yeah. I don't but know I like how George he Mero, I don't know yeah. how he feels about Resident Evil or any oh other I like Resident Evil Oh, Mila Jovovich is my action hero mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She does it good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I certainly like yeah. how Tom Savini has developed the makeup over the years. Yeah. It started he, he off needs makeup now. He's a bit old range looking. Yeah. Well, he started off with just something simple, you know, the um, with the black and white, and well, then he, he's and then he started developing it more and more gruesome and interesting. Well, in the first movie, the uh, Not Living Dead, they were using a bit of white makeup. Then they halfway through the film, they started using wax and stuff. Yeah. Wasn't the fact that made it look like the uh, Scabs and the faces decaying yeah, and, and dirt and stuff. Yeah, they, yeah it, it morphed. Yeah, yeah he yeah, mentioned something yeah, about yeah. using tissue paper for to create the scabs. Yeah, and you stuff, do it sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do it now. You use a bit of Vaseline and some tissue paper and a bit of food coloring. Looks like a scab. Yeah, yeah, that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, but you also make up the thick blood sort of thing as well. Mm-hmm, I've true. got some recipes for blood in my. <laughs> uh, and you make it really thick when you put some like onion flakes in it and it looks a little scabby and horrible. Yeah. And just, yeah. I think he's developed mm. a good sense of stuff and I wish yeah. that type of thing comes back in filmmaking more Look, than ever. On, honestly, I agree because the point is that, and I'm not knocking new filmmakers on and new techniques, but the early guys got through on a shoestring budget and they did a good movie. Well, in this case, Limited and other movies such as this, uh, they got through. They relied more on the acting, the story, and the cinematographer's technique and the directors and whatever. They relied on that. Nowadays, it seems uh, how much, how much killing, how much special effects, how much this and bugger the story. Um, I'm sorry. Um, you need a good storyline in the movie still, and and they just don't seem to be getting the idea. You don't need a backstory on everybody, but you need a bit of a storyline in there to actually make it, to draw you in. That's, that's the best way to put it. If you don't have any people you can, or courage that you can identify with or a situation you can identify with, it's just like a bit of voyeurism. Oh, I'm watching some stuff going on. But if you get drawn into the movie... Yeah. A totally distant concept. You say, shit, well, yeah. I'd hate to be no there. No matter how much yeah, CGI yeah. has mm. developed, I still think it doesn't look no. real. CGI is good, but you can't rely on CGI to make a good movie. You need the good storyline. You need the good script writers. You need the good actors. You need a good director. You need, yeah, you can't just rely on your CGI and your body count. Hmm. I mean, it's good to have them, don't get me wrong, but... You have to get the balance right. I, mean, I've, I talked. I talked Sarah about getting the balance right a lot. 
if you get a good balance, everything is working, that's when you got a good movie. And that's where Nine Living Dead, even on a limited budget, they got the balance right. It was supposed to be comedy horror. It morphed more into a horror than a comedy. Uh, the acting's good. The sets are good. Even though it's basic stuff, it all worked. It was all believable. Mm-hmm. And that's what the magic is. Um, you know, it's... And it, it, nowadays, they do the same sort of thing there. The, uh, how many... Uh, how much gore, how much dead bodies we have, how much this, how many jump scares can we have. How about a story? Yeah. You know, a story? You know, remember once upon a time there was three bears? A yeah. story. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's check out the reviews on the first Night of the Living Dead movie. Well, like... I'm not going to go through lots and lots of reviews because there's lots and lots of things there. But I will say one thing. When it was first started, mm-hmm. the reviewers didn't like it because it was a new style. Ah, yes. You see? It went from warm and fluffy horror movies to, or oh, let's say the verse of the saxophones almost, mm-hmm. uh, blood and guts and gore and yeah, and that, and they just, they didn't know how to take it, so, oh, no, it's a shock to our senses, and it shouldn't be that kiddies should not be allowed to see this, you know, and, and that's uh. where the problem was. Um, they didn't, People didn't say, oh, I won't let my kids go see it. The kids, it, it was shown in the daytime at matinees, which was like normal for these sorts of things back in those days. I see. Not after eight at night or midnight showing. They were doing that matinees. And kids were just going there. I got my little coin. I'll go in there and I'm going to see this horror movie. And a nice, friendly horror movie. Not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, shot well. the crap out of them. Uh, now, I'm just going to get back to where my um, reviews are. But most of them are saying really great, and but you know, in roundabout ways. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Ah, uh, yeah. I got too much. There's controversies there. Well, here's, here's a few things. The premiere controversy. Um, uh, it was shown as a Saturday afternoon matinee, which means early afternoon. Okay. Uh, as a typical horror film at that time would have been done. And attracted an audience consisting of pre-teens and adolescents, which means single digits and teenagers. Ooh. And that's what. And it wasn't aimed at that target market. <laughs> so you mean single, like say single eight, digits, nine, like nine, ten? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh there's one. But I'll, I'll read this part here. So the kids in the audience were stunned. There was almost complete silence. The movie had stopped being delightfully scary about halfway through, and had become unexpected. Unexpectedly terrifying. Well. There was a little girl across the aisle from me, maybe nine years old, who was sitting very still in the seat and crying. It's hard to remember what sort of effect this movie might have had on you when you were six or seven. Oh, boy. Not suitable for kiddies. Um, well, it's a shame they didn't have rating back then. Well, no, like the ratings came in about a month till later. Yeah. Now, critical reception. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them. They said, most of them said, really, really great, fantastic, well done. But most of them are retrospective. They didn't do, these aren't, these these reviewers weren't reviewed when the premiere was done. Oh, I see. Yeah, so mm. everyone said, this is great. It's fan, the 12th scariest movie of all time and the 100th best movie list, you know, blah, blah, all that sort so of no thing. So no um, ones that took place I don't, back then. I don't think the reviewers actually bothered to review it. Mm, why not? But... But since then, everyone who's reviewed it uh, thinks it's great and it's in the top 100 lists of different mm-hmm. people. And New York Times placed on the um, their best thousand movies ever list. Um, uh, 
Empire Magazine uh, has it in the, in the list of 500 greatest movies of all time. Rolling Stone Magazine, uh, top 100 Maverick movies in the past 100 years. Reader's Digest has it, the 12th scariest movie of all time. Everyone loves it. Even Rotten Tomatoes got a 96% on it. That's cool. <laughs> it was great. Um, and um, uh, the uh, Library of Congress, it's been added to the National Film Registry mm-hmm. because of, uh, it's, of its... Um, uh, historically, uh, a cultural and aesthetically significant movie. So, um, American Film Institute, uh, hundred th- thrills list, most heart pounding movies, zombies. Uh, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, heroes and villains, another hundred. Chicago Film Critics Association, the fifth scariest movie of all times. Everyone loved it because everyone. I don't care what they say unless you're really real, real pussy. You want to feel that adrenaline surge and say, ooh, that was scary. Yeah, but some people say, oh, no, it's not very nice. But that's only a minority. A lot of us like to feel that surge. They want the tingle up their spine. They want to be scared and say, wow, feel that. That was great. And the adrenaline surge, yeah, whatever. And everyone liked it. Not on the day, though. Mm. Because they the, the critics didn't give a crap about it because oh, it, it wasn't a, an a major movie. It was a B movie. And they didn't care about it. Mm-hmm. But everyone since loves it. <laughs> and I'm pleased to say, for those of you young folk who may not have ever seen it before, it's on eBay and Amazon. There's plenty available. You can Sweet. rent it. You can yeah. buy it. Bear in yeah. mind, guys, there is like several different renderings. Like, or not I different know, versions it, of... It's a 1968 90 version, which we... So yeah. don't confuse it with the 2021 or the 2000... 2020, uh, 90, and, uh, 1990? Uh, yeah. Whatever. And the one that was done in 1990. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, if you're looking at the 1968, be careful. There might be some VHS copies out there mm-hmm. or beta ones. Yeah. Remember, get a DVD or a Blu-ray. Blu-ray probably better. You get nice quality, Ben. Yeah, and remember when you—if yeah. you're going to look up the other two I mentioned, the Day of Dawn of the Dead or or the original Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead—be sure to check the dates on on yeah, the ones you order. Yeah, get on to your um, IMBD, Wikipedia, whatever on your computer there, and have a look and just get get your things right. Because as I said before, yeah. guys, many remakes. And you don't want to be confused or end up... You want to get the good one. You, you want don't, to get, you, a, you good don't want one. get a fake. No, no, no. You don't want to get a wrong one and find out you've been cheated. Exactly. Now, George A. Romero, at this point in time, back in the 60s, I think was a game changer. Really? Well, it, it changed it. No one expected this sort of thing. Yes. Uh, and that shocked too many people. And they said, oh, this is good. And that stimulated the other filmmakers to do the same. Much the same as Forbidden Planet. I can't remember who did Forbidden Planet. Mm. That's one of my favourite sci-fis. And that was one of the earlier ones mm. that went more for trying to make it look real instead of looking like some cheesy cardboard cutouts. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they try to make it real. And that, to me, that still holds its own today after, what, 60, 70 years? Mm. It's well, Probably, yeah, 60 years. And it's a great movie. So yeah. this one's a great movie too. This mm. one's saying it. Some guys, somewhere along the line, a producer, director, combination of both, get an idea and it's new and innovative. Yeah. And that's the game changer. That all of a sudden the paradigms have changed. Yeah, well, yeah. It, 
as I said before, guys, I mean, in the past, George, the first, this is the first, when he started Night of the Living Dead, this was the first zombie movies that were introduced. I mean, I know you mentioned oh, the um, Last Man on Earth, Mike. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That but yeah. this is the first one time that they introduced the possibility of zombies coming back to life and all that stuff. Yeah. See, with the, with the Last Man on Earth, I, I, I still don't know whether those people he was killing off were zombies or people who had got some sort of disease which made him a half alive, half dead. Hmm. It, it didn't actually, it wasn't totally clear whether they actually died or not. Yeah. They just morphed into a different state of existence. I don't know. Yeah, yeah well, mm. they say um, mm. it's a vampire story. Oh, well, yeah, the blood, the, the, yeah, but yeah, and then they use that to survive. But. And they, they only come out at night, which kind well, of Well, they didn't like, didn't like the light. Mm. They could come out in the daytime, but didn't like the light. Which makes me think mm, of yeah. warlocks more than anything else. Uh, uh, Morlocks, yeah. Morlocks, sorry. The time machine. Do, 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 do. Well, they, that used to be a name of my band years ago, folks. <laughs> yeah, anyway, as I was saying, um, um, whenever I think about the zombie movie, I mean, when I was doing some research the other, not too long ago, I found out that when before George A. Romero's versions of Night of the Living Dead came out, before that, their only interpretation of zombies is the um, whole voodoo yeah, mass ha- stuff like that. The deal uh, with yeah, um, the, the zombies, zombies from like uh, the uh, Haiti and different those sort of places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those the ha- old zombie movies. Yeah, like I walk with a zombie and yeah, yeah, and yeah. that sort of yeah, white zombie and that sort of movies. Yeah, yeah but, the old interpretation mm, yeah. on it, which was before um, how George decided to, to change it, change contemporize it. it. That's a good word. That's contemporize it. I like that. Yeah. I'll use that again. Um, yeah, so he changed. He kind of changed the yeah. gen, the um, whole zombie aspect, and has and made the new generation of filmmakers starting to think, hmm, a zombie outbreak causing yeah. a lot and of they people said, getting yeah, sick. And then, yada, then this yada, they yada. implied on a, on news broadcast might have had something to do with a satellite coming back from outer space yeah. and some radiation on it got into our atmosphere and started mm. the um, and infect everyone. The zombie holocaust. Now, it's actually, it's quite funny because we had something like that in. We watched the Dance of the Dead the other night, and they had something like um, mm. a nuclear plant, was it, in the yeah. town? Mm-hmm. And that was spewing out some sort of gas into the atmosphere, and that was the getting into the ground and reactivating uh, the, dead. Dead, the dead people. And that. So, yeah, it's always a chemical or something. See, pollution is not a good thing. Mm. Yes. We have to look over global warming and all the other good groovy yeah. things. Although other <laughs> movies um, that deal with zombie movies, the area. They don't usually have an explanation of why they're revived. We don't really need it. Does a zombie really need to have uh, a, pro- a bit of a profile put in there or he just exists? Yeah. You know? Like, um, I think another good example is that when they did Evil Dead, there was an explanation for that where it had something to do with the um, economical book. That no, nec- nec- Necromonicum. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. revived the dead and, caused yeah. and turned everyone into zombies. That is a Good book not to have on your reading list, folks. Electromonican. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think we're going ahead of ourselves. So um, <laughs> I think we should finish up soon because... Then. <laughs> so um, that's about it for us, guys. Are we going to give it a rating? Yeah, we should give it a rating. It does now. help, 10. So I'm going to give this a 10 and a half. And, ten, ten and, and a half out of ten is a bad. That's yeah. for the whole franchise. Well, actually, well, I've got a whole. I haven't... I, I must admit, I can't remember every movie in the franchise. I've watched so many movies. The movies I have seen have all been um, quite good. Hmm. 
well done. Uh, even the ones which George didn't actually physically do himself. So, yeah. Um, but I will do a split rating here. I will give this first movie, 968, I'll give it definite 10. Okay, definite 10 for But me. across the franchise, I'm going to give it a 9 because um, the ones which George didn't do and didn't write, in some cases, could have been a tad better. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, a, it's a guy's imagination. You can, you know, it's... Mm. It's a man, the man's magic, his uh, his inspiration. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll well, give nine for the franchise, but ten for that movie. Yeah. I'm going to give it ten, the uh, ten, uh, ten, ten and a half out of ten for the whole franchise because um, George did have a hand in all of their creations, either as the director, the producer, or just the scriptwriter. You know. Making sure he gets a little bit of control over his yeah. major project. But this one here, he did everything. Yeah, although he, c- <laughs> he did it everything. is a shame he couldn't make a, con- a continuation. But yeah. no, you can't do anything about the, when yeah. you killed your yeah. protagonists off yeah. or make them disappear. Yeah. But off the like I said, this one here, he did direct, produce. Oh, he didn't produce, but he directed it, wrote it, did the filming. Yeah, see, he, he did everything, see, so he knew what he wanted. Yeah, so mm. he wanted control over his and he project. Did, he did good. Yeah. And he did okay for himself. I don't know if he had that much control in the other movies. That's all. I think he did. All that? Yeah. All that? Yeah, he did. Are you sure? I must check. No. Anyway, <laughs> I like to think he had control. And well, I think he made... Made of creative control. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah. he had made a name for himself, so the studios trusted him. I and trust his, him. And his mm. skills. Mm. Which is the what matters in this mm. productions? But the first ones that made it for me. Mm. See, I like the old black and white. I I I love old movies. Well, I, like, I, like, I love new movies too. I'm not an idiot, but some of these old movies, like I said, done. They 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 started something new. I just like yeah, th- imagination. I just mm. like the similarities each one has. Like. The first one started with a house, very small confinement. You can, you could probably not, a, you could a get a nice little prison. But <laughs> when you go, then the next is a mall, which has got everything you could possibly need. But at the same time, you it's still a bit of a prison. Still a prison. And yeah. the next one is a military compound a bunker, uh, underneath whatever, ground, tunnel, whatever. Which yeah, yeah. is like a prison, and you don't. There's no wall, no but windows can't get to get out. out. With the, you're surrounded by zombies. Yeah. Yeah. And let me see the um. Let me see. Um, the island. The island. There's another one. It's surrounded by water. Yeah. Well, no, that was <laughs> the land of the dead, obviously. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That deals with a very big play, a very big place, but at the same time, still the prison because you're prisoned by some other person's ideology. Yeah, you're prisoned by that, 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 guy, that control freak in that building and they had a fence around it and all the zombies are outside the fence line. Hmm. And the zombies are mistreating. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and the last one. The island. Oh, not the island one. Um, the the. The um, found footage one. It yeah. has. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has more. It does explain a little bit more about the idolite, the um, the symbolism in in the, the story symbol, yeah. a little bit more, which kind of fits in with the whole who you know who, who do what to whom, whom do what to <laughs> whom, and who to trust, who not to trust, all that stuff. I don't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. And finally, the the land, the um, the the survival of the dead. I mentioned. That deals with just an island and trying to um, escape from different people's perspective on who's right and who's wrong. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go then, hey, folks. Yeah. Well, that's what I like about this. Okay. I mean, George had 
Um, Gorgeous talent. Has Yay. creative ideas. And I imagine sometimes his ideas got rejected by producers telling him, no, we don't want this way. We want to do it this way. Well, well actually, oh, just going before we go, when he was trying to release the movie, trying to find mm. a distributor, mm. he had trouble getting a distributor. Ah. Because they didn't like it. it was too horrific and too bloodthirsty, whatever. And some said, well, we'll, we'll consider if you reshoot these couple of scenes here and make it a bit softer. And, he, and they said that we don't want a happy ending. We want people to die in this movie. <laughs> much. Yeah. So they stuck their guns until they got a, a distributor who was prepared to take on. Mm. Yeah, they did. They they didn't. Yeah. They didn't I, sell out. I remember out. when they yeah. did Day of the Dead. He mm. he was going for a different direction, but then um, I guess someone whispered in his ear to do it differently. So well, the point is sometimes you got to. And, mm. and, but if you, if you can stay true to yourself and and, and your vision, or whatever, yes, stay in your ground. Stay in your ground if you can find. Otherwise, the problem is if you stand it too much, no one's going to see a movie. Good point. That's a problem. <laughs> so, anyway, that's yeah. about it for us tonight. Mm. So I hope you guys enjoy this review and may I enjoy and it. may watch mm. this these movies if you can. Be sure to watch yeah, them in order. If, if, yeah, I was going to say do them in order. I mean, when I would do something like a franchise, you know, once I'll get get a movie, I'll watch the first one, second one in the order they're made to be. Like Star Wars is a bit different because they made the number four first. But if I watched them now, I'd actually watch. The f- episode one, the real one, uh-huh. uh, first, not the one that was made first. Yeah, so mm. you're doing the right order they're intended to be in. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. that's about it for us, guys. So yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I and, am all. And I hope I see you guys next time. Bye for now. Ta-da. Bye.